If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's start with your calls now. Let's go to Derek. He's been waiting the longest. Hi, Derek. How are you? Hey, Shane. Not too bad. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Um, so I wanted to uh, bring up about the uh, CRB. Uh, so... I applied initially in December, and uh, they said they needed some more documentation and whatever in January. Okay. Um, and because they needed some more verification and stuff, they, they denied my initial claim. So now I've put in for a second review as of mid-January, and all I get is, you're in the queue, you're in the queue, you're waiting, your, your file is going to be assigned. Okay, so obviously um, they've determined you did you you for some reason, and I'm not sure what it would be, need an extra layer of of scrutiny, I guess, because I know a lot of people just apply and get it. Yeah, and and I sent those documents in uh, towards the end of January. The the other documents they were asking me for, mm-hmm. and now they're they there's such a backlog with the second reviews that. Um, I likely won't get my money until the end of July or beginning of, uh, sorry, end of June or beginning, beginning of, July. of July. Okay. And uh, for someone who is in an emergency situation right. where they're barely scraping by and they can't put food on their table, how is that going to help anything? No, yeah, that delay. And, and and as I said, that's why the government wanted to, to emphasize efficiency. And it sounds like, you know, they certainly, to Derek's point, they have certainly changed some of the rules around enforcement as they've gone on. They've tightened it up a little more than they did at the beginning where they were just, we want this money out the door uh, as quickly as possible. So uh, interesting to see how that one will play out with Derek. Uh, now, Eric. Hi, Eric. How are you? Doing well, Shay. Thanks for taking my call today. Um you know, with these drive-in movie theaters being closed yes. and just the kind of craziness of, of what's been going on in Alberta, I recently thought I had a flu um, or COVID and went and got tested, and it ended up being the flu. But it's kind of funny that Alberta's reporting no flus, even though I went to a testing site and had been tested. When was um, this? When know, was this? Because that, that flu thing was a couple of months ago. Has it been since then? It has been since oh, okay, then. okay. So, yeah, and so um, none, nonetheless, you know, I have a friend who, who works for uh, 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 a foster's chapel here in Calgary, and um, they've told me that, you know, the increase of bodies, people dying, you know, not to be morbid, has not increased year over year. And in fact, the last five years has been steady um, this entire time. And I guess my, my concern is, is we have all these restrictions and we have all these well-paid healthcare professionals and we're we're listening to all of these people as authority figures but we're really not getting the bang for our buck because we're not getting the full picture not all the information is being handed to us and it feels feels like premier kenny is just 
you know, crap the bed on this one, my friend, and 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 we're 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 band-aid solution, band-aid solution, yeah. band-aid solution. Yeah, and you know what? There hasn't really been a, a clear line of this is what we're doing. This is when things will change. These are the benchmarks. This is when we pivot. You're right. I think the the, the messaging has been. And and as I've said many times on the show here, Eric, I think it's because the Premier has tried to walk the middle, tried to have as light as touch as possible, um, Mm -hmm. and and in the end, uh, just ended up getting everybody mad at him. I agree with you, Shay. I think, you know, he has a hard plate um, dished out for him, unfortunately. And, you know, whether I agree or disagree with Premier Kenny is not the point. Um, The point is, is what would anybody do in his shoes? Yeah. But better yet, you know, we can all say what we would do in our shoes. But really, when it comes down to it, I don't think any of us really knows what's going on. And everybody, from what I see from from the rhetoric on here to the rhetoric on Facebook, it's attack after attack yes. after attack. And, you know, guys, if we're all in this together and, and, you know, the lack of information is there, then why aren't we getting together and... and coming together and being stronger and stop dogging each other like we have been. You know, again, I didn't support Premier Kenny, but I give him my support because... Man, I wouldn't want to have his oh, job. And I know <laughs> it'd be the worst job on the planet. I think, Eric, it'd be almost impossible. And I and and that's what I keep saying. We need to demand more of our leaders, right? We can yell and scream at each other, which is what serves the leaders very, very well. Because if you're yelling and screaming at each other, you're not yelling and screaming at them. And uh, the fact of the matter is, we all have issues with the way things have been handled. So. Focus your attention where it needs to be, on the people that have the answers to your questions. Let's go to John now. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Shay? Love your show. You've been doing awesome since you started. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So I just wanted to get some perspective. And speaking of myth busting, I hear people calling into your show all the time or, or sharing on social media, you know, 20, 30, 40% inaccurate. Right, yeah. COVID testing, whether it's PCR, whether it's rapid testing. And, and, you know, maybe those people have had one, two, three tests. Maybe they've had none at all, but... Just from perspective, you know, I've had 150. I think I was counting this morning. What? Maybe over that. Yeah, so I worked in the World Juniors bubble. I worked in the NHL playoff bubble in Rogers Place. Okay. Daily. Um, and just, just since the pandemic began, I was counting this morning, it's close to or over 150, right? So I've never had a false positive test, Shay. I've had them in drive throughs at the Eco Station when the pandemic began. Yep. I've had them in doctors' offices. I've had them inside the bubble in the same areas, well, not with, but from the same professionals who gave them to professional athletes. I've never had a false positive. So I I think when we say, you know, and we spread this 20, 30, 40, I've heard some people sharing on Facebook 60%. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. It's totally a slap into the face. I mean, these health professionals who created and administered these tests, they'd never give them to us if they were that inaccurate. Well, what would be the point? I I know, John, and it's you know you bring up uh, something else that was discussed at the news conference yesterday. That was one of the other myths uh, that they were trying to address. Uh, the chief medical officer of health, Dr. Dina Hinshaw, spent some time showing how uh, the COVID rates, including cases that needed hospitalization, are higher. She also talked about the false positive testing discussion. There's been a lot of talk about false positives. But our lab has evaluated the risk of false positives by testing samples known to be negative for COVID-19 and found that they are extremely rare. The test techniques used in our laboratories have been validated against national standards and are under continuous quality assurance so we can rely on these results. 
Okay? So that's what they said. Now, as I said, I'm not under any illusion that that's going to change anybody's minds. I hear from you all day, every day about the testing and the PCR and too many cycles and on and on and on. We're all experts in PCR testing all of a sudden. I don't even know what PCR stands for. Uh, I understand that you're not going to be swayed by Dr. Hinshaw. I get it. But that's what she was trying to do yesterday. Let's go to Ken now. Hi, Ken. How are you? Good. Uh, yourself, Shay. Excellent. Thanks for calling, sir. What's on your mind? I'm just wondering about the uh, Palestinian protests in Calgary, and we're all aware of what happened there, but there's a seems to be a selective um, enforcement of restrictions. Yeah, now, hang on. So, help me out here with the Calgary one, because... The Edmonton one I've looked into a lot, and I know that it was a convoy primarily. There wasn't really a gathering, but from what I've seen about the Calgary one, there was a convoy on Sunday night uh, involving vehicles, but there was also one down at City Hall, correct? Correct. Okay. And the city police were there. They were gathered there. Now, I have no problem with the protest. I'm not against the protest. Um, I believe in liberties. So, But if you're going to bring in restrictions it has to be across the board yeah see i'm the opposite from you ken i'm i'm against i'm against the protest i i I don't care what the cause is at this point in time if we're telling people you can't protest and you can't gather then damn it you can't protest and you can't gather i may support the cause i may be in 100 percent support of what they're doing but the fact of the matter is as you say the rules are the rules the restrictions are the restrictions doesn't matter what you're protesting for yeah, it doesn't matter what you're protesting. So I'm more on the liberty side. You're on the other side. That's yeah. fine. But it has to be an equality of enforcement. So if the city isn't enforcing in an equal basis and they're being selective, then they need to be reprimanded by the province and say, we're going to, have to withdraw funding for your police force unless you enforce. Yeah, I agree the with rules you. rules that we set in place. I agree with you 100%. Like the, the convoy protest that took place? Great. Whatever blows your hair back. You're not violating any restrictions. You're not breaking any rules. I mean, we all sit in bumper-to-bumper traffic. What's the difference? It's fine. Go for it. I don't have an issue with that. But but gatherings and things like that, which are in violation of the restrictions and rules that are in place, uh, I think, yeah, you're right. If you're going to say that, you know, you can't have a gathering at a a cafe in central Alberta, well, then you can't have a gathering at City Hall in Calgary. doesn't matter what the cause is. Yeah, exactly. And that was just sort of my comment. I don't know why that's not being brought up more, why people aren't you know, bringing that forward a little bit more because, yeah, either way, it, it's got to be all one way or yep. the other. You either got to, if you're not willing to bring about enforcement of the restrictions from provincial level all the way through by withdrawing funding from police or whatever, then you've got to remove them altogether yeah. because yeah. it's not any, it's not a situation of equality. You're, you're picking and choosing who you want. You're, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it, the rules are the same for everybody, no matter what the cause is. Uh, thanks for the call, Ken. I appreciate it.